Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, everybody, welcome in to another edition of the Big Ten Show. He's the almost famous Adam Carricker. I'm the much less famous Jeff Turn. Brought to you by Jacobson Seed Company, the hybrid leader, so you have more yield in your field, so you can watch more of the guys on the field come Saturday and Sunday. You don't have to worry about all the nonsense that goes on with our work life. Check out Jacobson Seed Company online for all your seed needs. I'll tell you more about them a little bit later. Now listen, Adam last week was slacking once again. So for those of you that tuned in, you got to see my impersonation of the aforementioned Adam character. Adam. Below average. Below average. You always do you always do this. You always look up. You always look up at something like there's some like magical man that's gonna come down with some wisdom. Because I'm cutting a wrestling promo on your Rudy Poo candy ass. Come on now. (laughs) So that's what I was trying to do. But you you say below average though, huh? I expected better. Uh maybe it's because your hair was combed and that threw me off. I didn't know what to do with that. (laughs) Holy crap. (laughs) I would go to the hair. I don't know why. I have more I have more questions before we start today because we have plenty of realignment to get to. There's 74,000 different teams now in the Big Ten and the Big 12, and the ACC may be dissolving just like we just saw the Pac-12 dissolve. But two questions. First of all, um, you look like a guy that enjoys the finer things in life. So I'm going to show this to everyone. Do you ever indulge in baby bell, baby bell cheese? Do you know what this is? I do not know what that is. Okay, next time you're at the – Next time you're at the, so who does the grocery shopping at your house? Well, the online, you can order it online now, and then they just bring it out to you in your car. So you don't even have to go in in, in the store anymore. So I haven't gone inside a grocery store in like six months, dude. So, so next time you're online, you need to type in baby bell. All right. The the, the, the sticker shock is going to shock you, but like, do you like string cheese? Do you like cheeses? Do you like just grabbing a cheese snack and eating it? I do. I did more when I was a kid than now. I feel like this is out of nowhere, but I'm sure it's leading somewhere. Oh, it's not. (laughs) I just scarfed. I scarfed down like three of them before we started today. So I'm just wondering if you'd ever (laughs) had these. (laughs) So so now we're professional on this show. Absolutely, but people at home are like, "Yeah, dude, I love those things, man. I eat them all." The other guys like, "I'm gonna do what Adam's doing. I'm getting online and buying them next time." All right, cool. Uh, So you. So that's the one. My wife orders them, and half the time I get them, half the time she gets them. But we always just sit on our butts in the car, and normally we're watching the Big Ten Show with Jeff Turner and Adam Carricker as they bring the, the groceries on out to us. Perfect. So next time you're ordering them, make sure you get a, a thing of baby bell cheeses, and okay. you get to unwrap some wax that's around the cheese, and then you get to eat the cheese. And, like, they're expensive, but they're delicious. And question number paid? two. Is this a sponsor? Not- Are we getting paid? No, this is um, complete. Okay, all right. All right. This works. <laughs> just, just, I'm just throwing it out there. All right, number two. We were talking about this before the show. We're going to make some predictions on our, our – we're going to do two shows starting Labor Day weekend instead of just one for all you Big Ten fanatics out there. And we're going to have picks every single week against the spread. We may do like our three best picks of the week in the Big Ten, each of us. But we have to have something on the line. And I asked Adam before the show if he had any tattoos. Now, he may be the only NFL player – to play in the league that didn't have at least some ink on his body. So you said you didn't, and then the immediate part after that, you said, I am not going to get a tattoo if I lose. If I, I'm not losing, but I'm not getting a tattoo if I do somehow lose. So here's the deal. Yes, you are. Um, no, so I'm not. Here's, here's <laughs> let's, let's put on the line for the people some ink. Um, the other person – so 
you lose. You get, you could get your initials of your kids, man. You could get something something sweet on your body. Come on, man. Come on, Dude, man. No, I. It's true. This is true. Several times in my life, I've been this close to getting a tattoo. Probably at least a half dozen. But I, I always say I'm gonna wait a year, and if I still want this same exact thing in, in a year, I'll go get it. Every time in a year, it changes. So I haven't figured out something that I want on my body for a year yet. You are going to dictate that I have to put something on my yes. body as you yes. somehow pull a rabbit out of your rear end. No, I'm not doing it, dude. Dude, I got I got the initials of my wife uh, on my shoulder. It's the only tat I got. Uh, I'm not like all inked up. Come on, will you at least consider it? You can get your kid. You, a year from now, you don't want your kids' initials on your body. Come on, man. I've what, thought not, about my kids. Do you not I've love your kids my- or what? I, wow, that took a that escalated quickly. I've thought about my kids. I've thought about my wife, and I don't know. I, I just I can't figure out where to put it, how it should look. Even I'm not asking you to put it on your forehead, man. You can put it somewhere. I'm not asking you to get teardrops for every child. Like I mean, the the answer is no right now, my friend. Oh, no, God. not Come at on, the Adam. moment. Well, one of us is tough enough to get a tattoo, and his name has initials of J and T. That is me. Impractical Jokers. Have you seen Impractical Jokers? Okay, Jaden Smith on Sal's thigh. Okay, do you remember? Did you see the punishment when they all had to get tattoos? You can get another one on the other side. I mean, what? What you get? You just got to get some ink, man. When you lose, no. Oh God. No. We'll continue to push that. Um, Between last week and this week, the Big Ten looks completely different. The Pac-12 has dissolved, and the ACC may be next. Adam, just we'll get to the specifics in a second. But, like, what the hell just happened over the last week in college football? Well, technically, the Pac-12 is not dissolved. It is now the mighty Pac-4, okay? (laughs) It is a mighty power five. I think there's – yeah, there's still five power conferences if we count the mighty Pac-4. I mean, it's the almighty dollar. That's what it is, you know? It's one of those things where you can make more money if you take teams from other conferences, make your conference bigger, and you've got teams on the East Coast. You've got the Seattle market. You got Phil Knight. You got Nike in Oregon, and now you're down in the LA market. And now you got the DMV, Washington, D.C., Maryland, Virginia. Now you've got almost everything in between, seemingly. The Big Ten is going to be rolling in. They're already rolling in the dough. They're going to be rolling in so much dough. It's going to make billionaires blush, and it's a phenomenal business model from just making money. When you come to, is it good for college football? I don't really think that it is, okay? I like three, four, five conferences. I like things being split up a little bit. I like rivalries. Like, we're not going to get the Civil War anymore, Oregon, Oregon State, to be clear. People don't get confused with the Civil War. I'm talking about Oregon, Oregon State. You got the Apple Cup, okay? Uh, you. Texas, Texas A&M, we're finally going to get that back, but Nebraska, Oklahoma has been gone for years. We're not going to have the backyard brawl, and we still haven't had the backyard brawl, which is Pittsburgh, West Virginia, for years. And I know I'm not just talking Big Ten teams here, but I like rivalries, and I miss rivalries, and I understand things change. I have accepted it. I don't have to like it, but at the same time, college football is not going anywhere because its foundation is so strong. It's only going to continue to build and build. And specifically for the Big Ten, the addition of Washington, the addition of Oregon, they already added UCLA and USC, and it feels like the ACC is where they're going to go next. And that really hinges on whether or not uh, Florida State can get out of their grant of rights deal. If they can, and they can legally get out of that, and that means probably Florida State's going to go to the SEC, that's going to open up Pandora's box for North Carolina and Virginia and these teams that the Big Ten has identified. 
I still think, Adam, as we think about the ACC and all of this and how that may affect additional teams in the Big Ten, the linchpin to all of it is still Notre Dame. If Notre Dame decides to stay independent, it, it, it will not change the ACC with regards to it not dissolving. If Notre Dame wants to join the AC and join a conference, the ACC, the ACC will stay around. If Notre Dame wants to join the Big Ten, teams are going to start jumping again to the Big Ten and leaving the ACC. I think Notre Dame is a key component in the ACC's demise or, or, or the team's saying, all right, we got Notre Dame, we can stick around. I don't think Notre Dame's going to go to a conference, though. They're already negotiating with NBC. So if we take Notre Dame out of the equation, which means we're not going to the Big Ten, not going to the ACC, the Big Ten is going to start plucking teams from the ACC as soon as Florida State's grant of rights deal is negotiated through the, the, the court system. And I would imagine, as we've heard the rumors, teams to jump to the, to the Big Ten – would be North Carolina, would be Virginia. Those were the two teams that they were targeting all along. And then you'll kind of go from there. If I'm the Big Ten, I'm, I'm taking all comers from the ACC. There's not a team in the ACC that I wouldn't take if I'm the Big Ten. So two parts to that. One, I disagree about Notre Dame. I think Notre, Dame's, I think Notre Dame's arrogance could be their undoing. They don't, oh. have the, they don't have the power that they once had. Okay, So for me... All right. That brand it, does the power still? No, they need to join a conference because here's what's going to happen. And we've talked about this. It's eventually going to be the Big Ten. It's going to be the SEC. And then I, you said a third conference, and I, I said, hey, I think you're right. It's going to be the Big 12, which is going to be a conglomerate of everybody else just kind of all rolled into one, And which is ironic since everyone thought the Big 12 was dead this time two years ago. And now yep. they may be one of the only three, teams sta- uh, three conferences standing, and they may be the largest conference. Right now, there is, if you include Notre Dame, and you should, even though they're not in a conference, there are 69 power conference teams. So if the SEC is at 20 and the Big Ten's at 20, okay, that leaves 29. And I, I don't know why UConn with their basketball programs isn't a power conference team. Topic for another day. So the Big 12 could have anywhere from 20 to potentially 28, 29, 30 potential teams, and they could be the biggest conference. Now, whether that's the best, I don't know. That's a topic for another day. But everybody's going somewhere that can go anywhere. Nobody wants to get left out in the cold. And what's eventually going to happen is you're going to have to be a part of a conference in order to be able to survive and do some of these things. Now, Notre Dame's going to have options. The SEC, the Big Ten, the Big 12 will absolutely take Notre Dame. I, you know, I actually have this crazy because Notre Dame marches to the beat of their own drum times 10. I have this crazy notion. Like just like Oregon and Washington just joined the Big Ten at a discount. And then six years from now, there'll be a full-fledged member. They're getting the same money everyone else is. But right now, they're at a discount. It wouldn't shock me if the Big 12 said, we want Notre Dame and we'll give them a ridiculous deal. Way better than everyone else in the conference. Notre Dame says, we're better than everyone else. (laughs) Up yours, Big Ten, SEC, and they go to the Big 12. That wouldn't shock me. Geographically, it makes sense to go to the Big Ten. And it's the one they can win the easiest. They can win that conference well, that too, all those things. It wouldn't shock me if one day they go to the Big 12. Okay. It'd be crazy. It'd be crazy. I, I do think they're going to have to join a conference eventually, just the way that things are going. I mean, there could be a, could it be potential? I don't think so. I think there'll always be non conference games, especially, and this was actually tweeted out by a fan. So I want to give them a shout out at Husk Guys. Okay. They said this could be Nebraska's potential nine game conference schedule in a couple of years. Okay. This is very realistic. Ohio State, Michigan. Michigan State, Wisconsin, 
Iowa, USC, UCLA, Oregon, Washington. Like there's two wins on there. <laughs> Murderers row slate. And so for that reason, there's enough teams to have, you know, you just stay within your conference and, and play everybody in your conference or as many teams as you can every year without non-conference. But because of that, there's always going to be non-conference games so teams can treat them as preseason games, patsy games, get ready type games. But my question is, if this is my schedule, let's just say I'm Iowa or I'm Wisconsin, okay, and replace a couple of those two teams. Am I really going to want to schedule Notre Dame when I'm trying not to beat myself up before my conference schedule and then a conference? You've talked about a 14 conference playoff potentially, and then you got the 12 team playoff. Am I really? And this is where I think Notre Dame could get in trouble if they don't join a conference. Because other than USC, and is USC going to want to play them? Is that rivalry? Rivalries are losing nostalgia. I actually think the reverse. I think Notre Dame will be okay for about five years. And in about five years, they're going to have to do something. And that, that's my opinion. With them, um, I, I want to touch on a couple other things with you. Adam Carricker, Jeff Turn here with you on the Big Ten Show, brought to you by Jacobson Seed Company, jacobsonseed.com. All kinds of products for your farming needs, corn, soybeans. Hey, got to have the small grain seed treatments, corn treatments, and more. What do you prefer more, Adam? Do you prefer, prefer corn on the cob or cream-style corn? Corn on the cob, easy, hands hey, down. Me, me too, man. I smashed down some on Sunday, and I had three ears of corn. And they, they were huge. They had to have been Jacobson Seed Company corn. Uh, all right, so we we have a, a conundrum on one side for the, the have-nots. We have plentiful wealth for the haves as they're continuing, and as we saw, Oregon and Washington got less money, but eventually we'll get more. And this, this conversation, I think, of realignment can be broken down in many different facets, but I want to attack three of them with you and go one by one here. First of all, we, we just got done talking about, is it good for college football? Is it good for college athletics? Because no. the, are those, <laughs> those are, but those are two different questions, I think, because college football is, you know, singular in this conversation of realignment. Nobody's moving conferences for their lacrosse team or their hockey team or even their college basketball team. It's all based on college football. And I think from a financial standpoint, many would argue it is good for the teams that are in the power three, two, whatever it turns out to be, because they're making more money. But from the on-the-field standpoint, you are losing rivalries, as you talked about, and you discussed that very well. But college athletics, man, I don't really care about the swimming team at Stanford like on a daily basis, but I was thinking about it the last week. I, I just feel like what a crappy situation if you are a – you know, a, a golfer or a tennis player on USC or U, UCLA, and you have to travel to Rutgers to play, or you, you're you're going to go from like if the ACC does add Stanford, Stanford to Clemson, South Carolina, and it, it, to me that seems really stupid. Would you be on board if college football just plucked itself away from all other athletics? And and these conference realignments don't affect the other sports. I don't know if they could they could re, you know go in reverse at this point, but it feels like there was no consideration for anyone but college football here. Would I be on board? The answer is yes, but you create a whole nother problem, and that is that the big revenue makers are football first, then a distant second is basketball, and. I love all the other sports. I respect all the other sports. But the fact is those other sports need football and basketball 
to help cover the, the cost of their sports because they don't make money and a lot of them are actually in the red. That just is what it is. I say that with all due respect. True. So I don't, think you, I don't think you can separate them. If you do, these other sports are going to be in way more trouble. Now, to your point, it's interesting. You think about it's purely a college football decision what is going on right now because you know the conference with more championships than any other conference in America when you include every sport? It's the Pac-12, the Pac-4. But yes, it was the Pac-12. Look how that, look how much that mattered. And the school with the most amount of championships is Stanford. And they're, they're hung out to dry right now. Like, it is about college football. And I actually thought college basketball might be included in this a little bit more. But to my UConn point earlier, clearly not near as much as I thought it would have been. Otherwise, they would be a, still be a power five, four, three conference school. So to me, you can't separate football. The other sports, it sucks because when you play basketball, baseball, softball, all these sports where you don't just have a game once a week and then a bye week a couple times and you're traveling two, three, four times a week and you're making these journeys, it's going to be a nightmare. And they can try to, you know, they can do double headers in baseball. Or if you're Ohio State and you're going to go play Oregon, maybe you can the next day play Washington. Okay. You can lessen it a little bit. You can do pods, maybe Washington, Oregon, USC, UCLA, Nebraska, because it's the westernmost school out of uh, the current Big Ten teams, and you can put them in a pod, there's things you can do to make it better. But there's no way it's actually better overall for the student-athlete. All right, next I ask you about the way that these conferences are viewed by the college football playoff. Say the Big 12 stays as is. Say the ACC survives a couple more years. Big Ten, SEC. How different is the criteria do you think going to be, at least in the immediate sense, for a team from the Big 12 versus a team from the Big 10, from a team from the ACC versus a team from the SEC? Is there going to be disparity or parity when it comes to the teams that are part of the 12-team playoff? Oh, there's going to be way more SEC and Big Ten teams. It's not even going to be close. So like an 8-4 team is going to have the leg up on a 10-2 and team? I think they'll be seen equally. I think that will be the debate. It will be, okay, you got this 10-2 and team from the ACC or Big 12. Well, this 8-4 and team from the SEC. And it probably have to be 9-3 and from the Big 10. I think Just the one SEC, game difference probably. Yeah, SEC is given that little extra nod. And so that's going to be the debate, okay? So you look at it right now. Right now, the SEC champ is automatically in every year. The Big 10 champ is pretty much automatically in every year with rare exceptions. It's the Pac-12, the ACC, and the Big 12. Can their champ... Can they get in with four teams right now in the playoff? Can they get in over a one-loss SEC team? That's the debate almost every year. So that's what we're dealing with now, and it's just going to be more exponentially uh, noticeable in the more teams we add. I agree with you. I think the I think the Big Ten and the SEC are going to be considered equal by the committee, and then the ACC, maybe even a, a leg up on the Big 12 because you're talking about the likes of Clemson and Florida State um in in that realm versus in miami the u shout out uh by the way i want the u to go to the big 10 we're gonna dominate the hell out of everybody uh you'd actually have to play in cold weather for a once you'd be screwed no no we all our home games uh, all our road games will not be above like we're gonna take on the west coast teams that's where we're going we're not we don't have to they're, so hold they're on. Gonna you're gonna tra- travel across country which is even farther than just going up north which is far yeah. enough it's You're going to avoid Ann Arbor and Columbus, yes. and you don't want nothing to do with Lincoln, Nebraska. I know that. Last time <laughs> Miami came to Lincoln, they got their butts whooped sideways, son. I was at that game. That's the only game I've ever been to at Lincoln. God, that sucked. Oh, that was great. That was great. 
So, uh, you know, I, I think when we when we talk about the way that they're viewed, I think the ACCs can even have a little leg up on the Big 12. And and then I, I do have a quick question for you before we get out of here. Um, actually, is there anything else that came to your mind from the last week that, that sparked your mind from what happened? If you had to predict the next two teams to go to the Big Ten and the SEC, who in your who in your opinion would it be? You have to make a prediction. If you get it wrong, you get four tattoos. Uh, Clemson and Florida State, SEC. Okay. North Carolina, Virginia, Big Ten. So Florida State, no. Eventually, okay, they got their Granite Rights deal. Eventually, do they go to one of those two? I think they go SEC. Florida State, Clemson, SEC, uh, North Carolina, Virginia, Big Ten. Was it Miami you left out? Did I get that wrong? Yeah, I did not. I did not put Miami on there at this point. Where's Miami going? Are they not going anywhere? I'd love to see them go to the Big Twelve. <laughs> we have a shot. Wow. We, we have. We're gonna. We're gonna hope that we have lightning in a bottle under Mario Cristobal and we get some wins together because we can beat Big Twelve teams. Like we can beat up on Dion. We can beat up on TCU, but we can't probably beat up on Ohio State and Michigan. I'm gonna be honest. So, so you're I'd taking like to the go to Notre the Big Dame. You're taking yeah, yeah, the Notre yeah, Dame yeah. approach oh, yeah, earlier. Man. I'd rather, okay. I'd rather well, have a one You're not getting more money. You're not no. getting more money like Notre Dame would. You're not that important. No, All right, no, my no. next question is this, because now I'm starting to look at the Big 12. Okay, let's say the ACC does dissolve. The Pac-4 goes away or is absolved by the Mountain West or whatever they do. Who cares at this point? Honestly, no yeah. disrespect. Sorry, but it is what it is. Okay, now what does the Big 12 do? Do they look at a school like Oregon State and be like, well, at least we can get a foothold in Oregon. What about Washington sure. State? A foothold. Like I would, if I was the Big Twelve, then you answer this. I would say I'd like to at least have a foothold in those states. They're not going to bring in a ton of extra revenue, and then we got to divide the pie up with them. I don't know if that financially makes sense, but at least having a foothold in some of these states. Otherwise, who gets left out? Who is a Power Five team that's no longer a Power Five team? One that sticks out in my mind. There's actually two: Wake Forest, because you got three other North Carolina schools, and Cal, because you got three other California schools. What do you think? I think academically, both of those institutions, and I heard Pete Thamel say this on ESPN this week, nothing uh, makes school presidents titillate more. He didn't say it that way. Nothing makes school presidents titillate more than high academic universities. And from a private standpoint, Stanford is top of the line. Shock. The Big Ten hasn't scooped in and given them a deal. They are a perfect fit for the Big Ten. And Cal, as far as public universities, is like top three in the country. Um, and so I'm shocked there. I am Wake Forest, too. I, I would see them being a good fit in the Big Ten. Um, I, I think if, if – dude, if I'm the Big Ten, I'll take Duke, I'll take Wake Forest, I'll take North Carolina. Who cares? I mean, you're, you're already to the point where numbers don't matter. And so – They're not going to divide up the pie that many more times. That, that's less money that they're getting, plus those teams. They're not going to no, bring in that charge more the eyeballs. network's more money. You say we got 30 teams, so they won't do uh, that. Oh, they will too. They're gonna go back to that. Not the Big Ten or SEC, the Big 12 might. That's what I'm trying to figure out here. Oh, no, dude, the Big Ten's going back for no, more, man. Oh, yeah, dude. They're going back for more. They've already well, had their lawyers call their lawyers. They're not from those schools. Yeah, well, they're just gonna say numbers wise. Like we we will have more games for you to broadcast. All right, folks, in the comments below, let me know. If you think that I'm right and if you think Jeff is wrong, just simply let me know if I'm right and Jeff is wrong. That's it. Just let me know in the That's comments it. below. All right. All right. Do you have any other questions for me? Did you hear how I worded that? Did you even did that go right over your head? Yes, it went. It skimmed <laughs> over my baldness. Right. No, I'm good. Go ahead. Okay. I, my final question is this: Now that we know Oregon and Washington, UCLA and USC are coming to the Big Ten, uh, as a Husker fan, 
and I'm going to claim to be a Minnesota fan, even though I just claim them because I went to school there. What is the game that you're most excited about watching? Homer away against Oregon, uh, against Washington, UCLA, or USC? Well, the two that jump out to me are, are Oregon and USC. Said, What'd you say? I said one. You don't get to pick two. You get to I, pick I'm one. narrowing it down. Gosh dang it. All right. Um, those are the two that popped into my head, but I'm, I'm going to go with USC. USC is one of the top five programs of all time, maybe even higher than that. So, uh, I, as a kid, I still remember watching Don James coached Washington team play Nebraska two years in a row and two years in a row, we almost beat them, but we didn't. And one of those years they won the national championship. So I still have those memories in my head. Plus I grew up in the state of Washington, but I'm still going to go with USC. And so, is that would you are you more excited to see the Nebraska game at the Coliseum or Nebraska host USC? Oh, in Lincoln. Okay. I right. played in the Coliseum. It's 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 okay. I I Lincoln. Definitely looking forward to that. Okay. Listen, the home games for the Gophers, it's much better than the Metronome, but I still instead of Huntington Bank Stadium, I can't wait to watch the Gophers, the mighty mighty Gophers roll up in to the Coliseum and bite the ankles of those Trojans. And roll out of there with a dub, okay? I can't wait to see that. And then the second one, I don't know if you've ever seen a duck and a gopher fight, but the winner is always a gopher. I'm looking forward to rolling up uh, there as well, taking a little Phil Knight money and heading on back uh, to, to, to Minneapolis. So those would be the two. I got to pick two. You only got to pick one. Um, so that's going to do it for that's us today. Right. Check us out on YouTube, iTunes, and Spotify, and our good friends at Jacobson Seed Company for bringing you the Big Ten Show, Jacobson Seed Dot com Again, less time in the fields, bigger yields, and you can watch more college football. Nothing better than that. Adam, uh, we will get into some more, I'm sure, realignment next week. I'm tired of just talking to you, so I'm going to book as a guest for next week as well. Uh, I was hopefully even here last week. Hopefully Unlike I you, I spent time with my family. My family hates me. Uh, so no, we will uh, – In all <laughs> seriousness, this guy, you, you need to follow him on Twitter. He posts – some of the best pictures of his kids. He's, he's a big-time family man, uh, slightly below-average host, but a great dad. I got to show you guys before we go. This is how great I am. This is my son today Let me get, uh, uh, at preschool. What do you think? <laughs> we are such good parents. We don't teach our kids how to dress appropriately, okay? Nice, he's dude. wearing, like, nice. the toga. Nice. He's toga on today at preschool. That's how we roll. You're studying right, the another page is turning around career. the big Yeah. He's a Trojan. Uh, he like the big Ten. As another page is turned here on the Big Ten show, look forward to hanging out next week. Be well, y'all. We'll see you then.